All right, and we're back with another episode of the Career Bound Podcast. This morning, we're going to talk about something that's been brewing in my mind recently, but um, really important at the, at the start of your career. Um, you don't have all the hindsight of later years in your career. So something that um, I've learned over the years is like the importance of getting a head start in order to build momentum so you have more options later on. Um, when, when I think about this, it's about like, like the value of this is like ditching the default timeline, which I think is the title of this episode, where, you know, the average young adult spends 18 years in basically pre-adulthood, and then you are continuing to prolong adulthood in college for four to six years. And then suddenly you're on the other side of this, you have student debt, and you're finally given your first chance to go out and like try stuff for yourself. Um, and that's sort of the start of most people's journey in doing the tough work of figuring out what it is they're good at, what it is they want to spend their time on, beginning to design their life in a way. And uh, this morning, just want to kind of openly discuss some of the downfalls of, of delaying that as well, as well as some of the um, advantages of starting that process a little bit earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I'm, I'm ready to kind of have some very strong opinions about this. Um, you know, I, I hear from, you hear from a lot of different sources and, and people like the common advice to young people that, you know, successful people that are further into their career is like, oh, you have time, like you're 18, you don't need to you know, take your life so seriously yet, like go to college, like enjoy that experience. And, you know, you'll, you'll figure things out along the way, which, you know, frankly, like a part of me, you know, like definitely resonates with that. I don't think you need to throw out all of that. The, the general message that comes with that specific advice. Um, but I think overall, like we are like people tend to, encourage young people to, you know, just take their time and, and kind of like stay in that gray period of like, all right, you're no longer a child, but you don't have to rush into full adulthood and, and full career mode just yet. And, you know, I think a lot more people need to hear like, get, get a head start, like be the kind of person who's, you know, kind of taking themselves more seriously um, you know, really like developing a strong bias for action early on. And don't just wait until you feel like you're in that kind of like pre-approved age range to fully become an adult, which seems to be extending more and more um, yeah. as, as the years go by. Like, you know, if, if you're 17, 18, 19, and, you know, you, you kind of look around and just like, feels like something's off in terms of, you know, what, what opportunities you have access to, like, you want to do more, like follow those instincts and like, get, get your career started. Like, you know, your goal shouldn't be like, Oh, I want to delay, you know, adulthood and kind of like serious, you know, serious stage of life. It should be something that you embrace at an early time. Um, and I think like that can lead to a much more fulfilling and like fun overall, like life, 
um, quality of life for yourself. So that's, I'm excited to talk about this and get into it. But yeah, I think we have to stop telling young people like it's okay to, to be a child delaying like, the real world. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm like torn on this too, because I think, and we've talked about this in the past as well. Like I think the baseline maturity level for like the average 18 year old is declining. Um, and I think that, you know, that's not a knock to young adults. I think they've been set up to fail that way. I think part of the problem is like, the expectations have shifted so much. Like, really, most people don't expect much from people until they're in their like late twenties now. Like, the realistic expectation is by by the time you're thirty, maybe you're into your career or whatever. Um, maybe mid twenties, like twenty five to twenty six, you're finally going out and and developing independence. And I think well, it's that like you- they, Mitchell, they say like, oh yeah, like. By your mid twenties or your late twenties, that's when you should have your act together. Yeah, and you know it's okay if you're kind of in not very, not a serious mode up until that point. And there's value to you know kind of like taking your time, being in more of like a wandering mindset. You know, having different kinds of life experiences, etc. Like I'm all for having you know, a variety of life experiences, but I, you know, and, you know, it doesn't, you don't need to just be in career mode for the rest of your life from like 18 and onward. But I think that's very, very different than, you know, setting out with like, Hey, I'm going to live and build my life intentionally. And I'm going to get that started as, as young of an age as I possibly can. Yeah. I mean, you, you said something earlier and I, I, kind of with you and and against you on this, Um, you know, like the tendency for people to be like, you're 18, you don't need to be in any hurry. And I think that one, you do have a lot of time, but two, like the longer you delay that, the harder it becomes to make more deliberate choices that do not fall into sort of the pre-approved status quo. Like the longer you sort of stay on the default timeline, the harder it is to break and and be like deliberate about, okay, well, all my friends, everybody's doing this. This is what you do at age 22, 24. I'm finally graduating college. So the next step is this. And that's what every, that's the, where the tide is taking me. It's very hard to jump off that course and be like, no, now I'm going to go blaze this trail after now 24, you know, 22, 24 years of like just playing the same game, it becomes more difficult every year to sort of reprioritize the the secret passions that you've been wanting to go explore, but instead you've been like sticking to the status quo. I think this is why, you know, there's such a thing as like midlife crises as people, you know, they get into their, their careers, they begin to take on all these entangling obligations. They get, they get married, they get a mortgage, they have a car payment, they've got child care payments, they've got all these, this like weight of things, the, the plates they're spinning and they never went and, and like critically asked themselves, like, what is it I, I want to work on? What is it? Am I good at? Um, all of those things that they want to do. And they have this sort of longing for going and finding that. And you get to a point where it's like, I'm trapped. I don't have the option to do that now. 
it becomes more difficult, like as, as time passes and you enter different seasons of your life and you have more responsibilities. And so while there is some truth that you don't have to be in a rush to jump into your career and like, just go start earning money. I do think that there is, <clears throat> there is sort of a finite window of time early on where you have the, the luxury of freedom and a low cost of living and limited responsibilities and limited expectations of you really. Yeah. Go take advantage of that rather than just like deferring, you know, that well, it, <laughs> time, time is on your side and it's up to you if you're going to sit around and waste that opportunity, or if you're going to take advantage of the fact that time is on your side. Like, I think one of my, I think one of the biggest cases for like getting into like career mode at an earlier age than expected is what you just said. Like you have lower expectations and because that is not the norm, like for, for you to be like 18 and 20 and being like, Hey, like I'm going to bypass the, you know, kind of delayed or the, the extended childhood, extended adolescence that, you know, college and the general expectations of people like 18 to 23 have on them. I'm going to skip that and get started early. You, you have the huge advantage of expectations of like, oh, wow, you're 18, 19, 20, and you're doing the kinds of things that, you know, we're at like, as a society, we expect 22, 23, 24 year olds to do. You're going to like be able to like have people rooting for you more and they're going to give you, they're going to be more um, likely to like want to help you access certain opportunities, et cetera. It's still like really hard work, but like, I think that's a huge advantage of like, you have just given how the world works today, um, you get to tell this story of, hey, like I'm starting on an accelerated path. And the way I look at it is like, you're, everybody has to go through this kind of process of like getting their career started, figuring out what they want to do, what direction they want to pursue, what they're good at, what they enjoy, et cetera. And the earlier you get started on that, the more like forward momentum is, is it's easier to build, even though, you know, technically it might be, you know, harder to start that process at you know, age 18, 19, instead of 22, 23, because you have a little bit less life experience, but like the quality of life experience doesn't, you know, mean it's going to be any, you know, that much greater, you know, four to five years later. Yeah. I think, I think something else that you pointed out, like it's, it's worth going into a little bit more detail on is like when you are ahead of the curve and you're working on things that are perceived as like, overly ambitious for your age or something that you're like five years early on, not only do you have people rooting for you, but the the bar for you being perceived as a very impressive person is, is so low. Like if you're a 16 year old, you're, you're entering your career. Like you're, you're perceived as some kind of like wunderkind prodigy, you know, like there, you have that working on your side. And that doesn't mean like people expect you to be, an expert, in fact, sort of the opposite is they respect your hustle and your willingness to like jump out there and they know you're going to make the mistakes. And they're, I think they're generally more open to help you along that way because you're young and you're like hustling and, yeah. and doing it. like you're given, you're yeah. afforded a lot more, uh, a lot longer leash 
if you're starting yeah. out earlier than if you're like 25 and you're entering the workforce, people like right. already expect you to know what to do and like to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the easy way to kind of frame this is if let's say you're taking, if you're able to land yourself like a cool, like an internship at a, you know, just kind of like a cool company you're excited to gain experience at. If you're 18 and 19 landing that internship, you can kind of ride like your work ethic and your character to, you know, kind of greater opportunities. Whereas like if you're 23 and you're just kind of getting those early career like internship opportunities, you know, your your work ethic and your character is seen as table stakes. Whereas yeah. at 18, 19, like that's incredibly impressive. Yeah. And that's, it's not to say that you're like behind the curve and you feel you need to feel like you have to play catch up if you're in your early mid twenties, like, and you're just going out and doing these things, but, but recognize like the way you're perceived is going to be different. Like the floor is higher for what's expected of you. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to feel like this, this sudden sense of urgency. If you're 24, 25 years old and you don't have it figured out, like you still need to do the tough work. Um, you, you don't have to feel like 10 X the amount of pressure because you don't have it figured out, but you do, you do, I do think it's important. Like the older you get along that curve, like, especially before you have a ton more responsibilities and your cost of living has creeped up and like all of those things, like take advantage of that window of time, whether you're 16, whether you're 25 right now, if you still, if you're still in that window go take that time seriously and, and put it to good use because what happens zoomed out in the long run, this is, we've talked about compound interest. I don't know how many times in how many different ways in, in episodes here, but that compound interest over 10, 15 years in your early career, it can be advantageous for you or it can work against you. If you spent the first 10 years sort of floating around without any any clear direction, it doesn't matter if you change jobs, but like it, if you, you weren't deliberate about what you were trying to accomplish, the experiences you were collecting, the skills you were building, when you get to 30 or you get later on in your career, like people aren't going to care. They're going to expect you to still be able to do what you should be able to do at that, that age and stage in your, your life and career. Conversely, like if you spend the first 10, 15 years going all in, even if you do change paths several times, but every single one of those experiments you conduct is a deliberate one where you're trying to get either information or context or more clarity, or you're building skills or gaining experience or whatever it is. Maybe you're working jobs that are below your, your status because you can make more money and save more money and be in a, like whatever your goal is. If you spend that first leg being more deliberate and taking advantage of a time in your life when people don't expect a ton of you and you kind of like <laughs> you're you're sowing seeds that you can reap later in your career yeah but if you don't do that you're going to be in a spot where you don't have the same level of optionality and you kind of have to kind of have to figure out how to make it work without having the luxury of of time and um without having the luxury not only of time but the luxury of that freedom that comes when you're young and, and expectations are low and your cost of living is low. Yeah, I, I think that's all 
That's all true. Like I would like, you know, you said earlier about, Hey, like if you are in your mid twenties and you feel like you're just kind of getting this more deliberate process started, you don't necessarily have to feel like you're playing catch up. Um, and you know, I, I, I do understand what you mean by that because yeah. even, like there's plenty, there's still, if you start acting now, like there's plenty of opportunity and I think, yeah, in many ways, it's not valuable to kind of look at your position in life and be like, oh, man, like, I'm behind the eight ball and I got to catch up, you know, and because most people usually do that because they're kind of comparing themselves to this default timeline and like, oh, I'm supposed to like get a you know college degree by this point. I'm supposed to have my first like career job by this point, et cetera. Like, yeah, if you're just comparing yourself to the like default timeline um, that, you know, other people like the outside people on the outside have expectations of you or kind of like, you know, the, the expectations that you feel kind of broader, you know, socially and everything. Yeah. I don't think that's very useful, but I think the best way to look at it is like you're comparing yourself to your own potential and you know what you could what you are actually capable of and i would say like yeah i think most people in that position like should have a chip on their shoulder about like heck yeah i gotta i do have to play catch up like i i have expectations of myself that i want to live up to and i do feel like behind the eight ball in, in some ways and again it comes back to like have you been kind of approaching your career and life overall um, intentionally or not. Um, so I think like if I was talking to someone individually, I would tell them like, yeah, like if, if you feel that way, if you feel kind of like you've, you've moved on a slower timeline than, than what you feel like you should, as long as that like expectation is coming from internal sources and not arbitrary timelines that the outside world puts on you, then I would say, yeah, that's probably a good motivating factor to to go kind of accelerate your, your work and everything. And then going back to, you know, the value of getting started at an earlier age, I think there's so much like value in that from like an internal personal development aspect. Yeah. Um, I think it's very powerful to feel like, hey, like I'm 18 and I'm, I'm doing things intentionally that, you know, most 18 year olds are, are not doing yet. Um, I think it, it breeds confidence and it kind of, it, I think another big thing is it accelerates the whole kind of like career discovery process yeah. and stuff. Like you're, you're doing things three to five years ahead of schedule. And that just means like, if, if you're doing that right, like you're going to, build more self-awareness, self-knowledge on what you do like to do, what you're good at. Um, you have three to five years to like build valuable relationships, like relationships have, you know, huge compounding interests over time and everything. Um, you know, I was like, what is, what is the downside to getting kind of like getting a head start in this way? I, I really can't think of much. Like, I guess like the devil's advocate case would be, well, you're missing out on the kind of- You don't get to be a kid again. <laughs> right. You don't get to be a kid again. You only have that 
kind of like, you know, not, not just college, but like college lifestyle that people talk about is obviously a big one. Um, like you're missing out on that. But I mean, I, like I went to college, I had those experiences. Like, yeah, like I, I had a good time. I, you know, had, I built friendships and, you know, I'm, I'm still friends with people today from, from that kind of time period in life and everything. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's BS to say like, oh, like that's worth kind of being in this like <laughs> gray, gray area of like adolescence as opposed to being like, yeah, like you're fully capable of doing more than what's expected of you at, you know, 18, 19, 20. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I went to college as well. And while I made good use of my time, I I wasted so much of it as well. I think you, you brought up an interesting way of thinking about this, where you're thinking about like where you're at on your trajectory compared to your potential. I think it would be cool to like chart that out. If if you're like, and this is this is relevant to what my college experience was like, is if you're if your potential is here at age 18. And you settle for this, this is going to college. And yeah. every year, like your potential is on this curve and you just flatline for four years. Like you are behind, you're behind where you could have been if you were like pushing yourself up to the edge of like what you're capable of. And that's that's what I feel. That's like the remorse I feel about college when people ask me like, well, would you go again? It's like, well, that's a tough question to, to answer because I what I know now, like obviously I could go back and make better use of my time. Maybe I wouldn't have as strong of opinions or I wouldn't realize the, the folly of, of some of those ways. But like, I felt like in college, it was very easy to succeed at the game and give myself this false sense of confidence that I was I was making good use of my time when I know what's out there on the other side. And it's like, if I would have been taking myself seriously and taking my potential seriously, I could have been operating at this level, like getting better answers about what it is I wanted to do, developing better skills, building more deeper relationships that weren't based on like surface level, stupid college stuff. Um, and, and like just trying to play the game. And so yeah. while, while there was probably a ceiling of like, here's your potential in college, here's your potential out in the real world. I was probably down here flirting with this line when I could have been up here. And that's what I think about like making the best use of your time. I don't think you even have to miss out on that season of your life per se. You can still build really cool relationships. You can still, um, you can still be a little bit of an idiot when you're just starting out. Like you don't have all the answers. Okay. You're going to make mistakes. You don't have to if, just if you value. If you value like, the, when you think about like the stereotypical college social experience lifestyle, like if you value those things, like you can still attain those outside of the formal like attendance of college and everything. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's a lot cooler to go have a social life, a, a rich social life when you can afford to do it than when you're racking up student debt to, to cover, you know, to subsidize the cost of stupid, stupid behavior. Like, and it's not just, you know, your ability to afford it. It's it's like the the deepness of the relationships you build when you are building those based on mutual interest, not not because you both just happen to be in the same place at the same time. And 
maybe you don't really have a ton of actual interest overlap or like you're not on the same path. You're not on the same like level of ambition or work ethic. You're just both here. Like that's, that's part of the, the challenge of, of my challenge against the argument of like, well, you should go get that college experience anyway, because those relationships will last forever. It's like some of them may, some of them you may find if there's 25,000 people on campus, like you may find you're bound to find a couple people that are on the similar trajectory, but don't just assume everybody there is like going to match you in terms of like what you're trying to accomplish in life. Um, well, it's, and then, you know, the, the economic question of like compared to what alternative. Yeah. So if, if I go, you know, from the <laughs> ages of 18 to 21, 22, instead of going to college, I decide like, Hey, I'm going to go intentionally move to, you know, a, a city that I want to live in. I'm going to intentionally like focus on landing like early career opportunities with, you know, companies where, you know, I think like the types of people that I share values and, and interests with are located. I guarantee you, you're going to develop, you know, stronger, higher quality relationships, you know, compared to just defaulting to college where like, Every, the college is the norm, just like going to high school is the norm. And yeah, it's different. It's There's more intentionality in like choosing to go to a particular college and relocating to wherever that area is compared to like, oh, I'm in high school and everybody just goes to the you know local public government school that's in my town. Like, yeah, yeah there's more intentionality there, but compared to taking a more like independent direct path to, you know, opting out of that, um, you know, kind of process. And then like, she's like, Hey, I'm going to go move to a city. I'm going to go try to, you know, work in a particular industry career field that, you know, I'm developing some initial curiosity and interest in that's how you're going to really get the advantage of being around, you know, people that are like-minded share values that you can build real relationships with. And, you know, I think all, all the things that people talk up about the college experience, you can get a higher quality experience outside of college environment. Yeah. I think, I think it comes down to skin in the game. Um, you know, when I think about the contrast between like going and being deliberate about those things in the context of I'm being an independent person rather than just kind of like cruising in college where I have no responsibilities, no expectations. Like I'm going to go out and I'm going to like be an independent person. I'm going to work, get experience. I'm taking myself seriously. I'm taking the, the cultivation of my highest potential seriously. Even if you are being a kid, having a, a fully cultivated social life in the context of like the relationships you can access, the opportunities you can access, your other peers are more likely to meet you at your same level when they also have skin in the game. And I think that's part of the problem of, of college and like trying to trying to make a serious argument that college is a good place to develop your potential and answer all these other questions is if you're doing that in a way, if you're going, your college experience is predicated on this avoidance of reality or not bearing direct costs of that experience. Like you're taking on debt, you're foregoing the costs of that, or your parents are paying for it. And you have a four year free pass to just 
go do whatever. There's not much expected of you other than at the end of this, you got to graduate. Yeah. I, you see this all the time. Like people that are in college, they're, they're not serious people. And then on the other side, when they finally go out into the real world and they're suddenly in a position where they, they're forced to be responsible for their lives, they begin to take more ownership and they begin to cultivate their interests a little bit more seriously. They begin to be more aware of opportunity costs of like, if I do this, I can't do this. And college shields you from that. And so it's not, it's not a great environment for people to be serious in their pursuit of the things they want to accomplish. And that's where I, where I think like you can gain a significant advantage in all those things. If you're a young adult who's like college or not, I want to plant myself in soil where the other people around me are taking themselves seriously and they have yeah. skin in the game on the outcome they're aiming for, as opposed to like being in an environment that's operating on false pretenses altogether. It's very difficult to build deep relationships. It's very difficult to cultivate your interest in a deep, meaningful, actually useful way, but you can do that whether you go to college or not, you can do that by planting yourself in soil where people are taking independence. Um, you know, maybe you're seeking out people who they're working while they're going to college or you're skipping it all together and you're going and finding a group of people who are already young professionals. And those are the people you're surrounding themselves with. And I think we see this too with a lot of the, the young adults we, we work with is they get out into their, their real lives and it's like suddenly this, broad intellectual inventory of interest blossoms. It's like, I'm suddenly interested in all these ideas that at age 17, 18, I wasn't. But once I got out in the real world, like I wanna know how to be better. I wanna know how to live a good life. I wanna read about economics and philosophy and psychology. And I wanna learn all these other things that can help me combat the challenges of life more effectively. And I think that until you go out there and get into the real world and you're taking responsibility for yourself, it's very difficult to like, it's very difficult for those things to blossom naturally. Yeah. Yeah. You need the, you know, it's kind of comparing like old school philosophy, like Socrates and Plato, et cetera, like ancient, like Greek philosophy. Um, it was very much like real world life application, thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, philosophical subjects and everything. Whereas today, when people think about philosophy, they think about like studying it in within an academic environment. Yeah. And, and I think kind of like what we're talking about here is if you're not putting yourself, putting yourself in positions to have the skin in the skin in the game aspect of like being out in the real world where there are like consequences and opportunities at stake um, rather than kind of being in a, some kind of sheltered environment, which, you know, we've been talking about college a lot, but it, it's not just limited to college. Um, I, I think that's, that's the biggest difference is how can you put yourself in scenarios where you're out in the real world, you have to apply, skills, you have to apply knowledge, you have to, you know, kind of live where you're going to receive consequences and, and rewards of your decisions and actions um, in, a, in a much more intentional way. Like, I think that's what's missing. That's what people avoid when they're kind of following the traditional kind of typical 
education and career timeline that we expect of, you know, 18 to 23 year olds at this point is you're just, you're delaying that real world feedback essentially. Yeah. So I'm going to tell a story that's a little bit off, off subject, but I want to bring it home. And this is an embarrassing story on me. This is when we were living, we were roommates together. This is early in both of our careers. And um, I was responsible for paying the water bill. And one time I either forgot or I didn't set up auto drive. I don't remember the actual circumstances of, of how, but our water got shut off. And I remember getting that call and being the most embarrassed, just not even like that the water was shut off, but just embarrassed of myself that it's like, I think I was probably like 24, 25 at this time. But but being like, I had this idea that by this age, being out in the real world, I had what it takes to like be a functioning adult and like be on top of my finances and being successful in my career and like know how to manage all this stuff and and not just like survive, but thrive. Yeah, like and, you're, you're taking personal pride in being like, hey, like I am capable and I'm achieving like what I want on a kind of somewhat of an accelerated timeline compared to others. And it's like, well, crap, like I can't even, like, <laughs> I didn't even pay our water bill for a few months and I'm like getting my water shut off. Like it just makes you feel bad about yourself. And, and you know, it's not even like an actually big deal in reality. Cause it's like, all right, one call to the, yeah. you know, water, water company, you know, pay, pay the overdue bills and like, you're good to go. It's not an actual like big consequence uh, connected to that, but yeah, I totally, I totally understand what you mean where it's like, it was a crisis of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, uh, I bring that story up because <clears throat> I think that, I think the default path gives people a false sense of confidence about their ability to go out in the, the real world and navigate the complexity of life. And the water bill is obviously like simple, silly example of the complexity of lives, but there's all these responsibilities waiting for you on the other side. And the longer you wait to face those and begin to learn how to combat them, the more difficult, not only the more difficult that it's going to be, the more embarrassing it's going to be when those complexities overwhelm you. Like go fig go like go give yourself as much of a head start learning how to deal with all of all of the intricacies of, of like going out and and living on your own, being an independent, an independent adult. That's like trying to make the most of your potential. Yeah. I, I think that that sums it up nicely. Um, it's, it's hard to think of anything else to add to, to that, but yeah, I, I guess, I mean, one of the things I think about is there is no reason why at 18, 19, you know, 17, 18, 19, you are not just as capable of yeah. doing the, the types of things that you think you're supposed to wait until, you know, 22, 23, 24 to do. And if just kind of breaking that mindset. And again, it, it, I don't, I don't care what, what you do individually in terms of like, should you go to college or not? Or, you know, should you be in full on career mode or not right away? But I think it just starts with how like the admission of like, there's no reason it, it should not be encouraged to delay 
adulthood. Yes. And that's, that's in all of our controls at the individual level. And you can make the choice of like, Hey, like I'm 18, I'm lacking like life skills, like great. Everybody is at some point yeah. and just making the decision of, Hey, I want to accelerate my own timeline to kind of getting this process started in whatever ways it makes sense for me at the individual level, I think, um, is the big point. Yep. That's a good, good way to wrap this up. Remember, take yourself seriously, take your potential seriously, pay your water bills. We'll be back again <laughs> with another episode soon.